Hi everyone, Sandman here. This video is not about men beating women. I'm only referring to the shirt that's often nicknamed as the wife beater shirt, and I'll explain the reason I selected that for the title of this video in a few minutes. Firstly, does anyone ever wonder why the majority of men plan for the future and why the majority of women never seem to do so? I'm not saying that all men plan for the future and that all women don't, but I get the general sense that more women than not live for the moment while men typically want to live for the future, including myself. My friend Steve's father died from a heart attack at the age of 65 a couple of years ago. He was an extremely frugal guy. Back when I used to visit Steve's father's house, I would often notice that he still had furniture from the late 1970s, which he purchased when he originally bought the house. His father even kept an old disco ball, and the house hadn't been painted for many years. The place looked like it was straight out of a time warp, or from the Twilight Zone. There was even a mid-80s Oldsmobile in the driveway that he still drove. For people looking in from the outside, my friend's family was basically dirt poor, except for the fact that they owned a relatively large middle-class home. All the homes around them had been renovated many times, with new cars in the driveways. It seemed like they were the laughingstock of the entire neighborhood. After my friend's father ended up passing away due to heart disease, it was revealed to him by his mother that his father had over $1 million in liquid assets, mostly cash and cash deposits. His father, the man that wore 20-year-old wife-beater shirts around the house, was one of the 400,000 millionaires in Canada, or one of the 12 million millionaires around the world. And now my friend Steve is set to inherit a $1 million. Steve went to the protests in Toronto for Occupy Wall Street, or Occupy Bay Street, as it was called here in Toronto. There he was, chanting that he was one of the 99%, and all the while, he was part of the 1%, and didn't even know it yet. And how he's set to retire somewhere in his mid-40s, as a millionaire, and he claims he's ready to travel the world and live off the interest that he can make off that money. And he deserves it, as he's a nice guy, and the money hasn't gotten to his head. Money for him represents safety and security. The money hasn't changed him at all. He's just as careful with money as he's always been. He rarely treats himself, and he still wears 10 to 20 year old dress shirts that he bought right out of high school, although he still buys a few new articles of clothing each and every single year. With no family or kids, he will probably retire with $1.5 million in the bank and be financially set for the rest of his life. But this video isn't about Steve. It's about all the other men like him that save large amounts of money throughout their lives and never do anything with it. They are saving money for security, yes, but at the same time they are saving it for some future plan that may or may not work out. And did I mention that my friend is also a MGTOW? The only way that he will settle for a marriage is if he finds a woman that's worth marrying. Steve's father, the man I call the millionaire in a wife beater shirt, found and married what I call in a Walt. She saved money, just like him, and she was faithful to him his entire life, and is now devastated by his death. She is incredibly sad, and it's been almost two years since her husband passed. She never demanded new home furnishings, cars, and vacations from him. She was even content to love him for who he was, and although she did complain from time to time, she never wasted any of his money or tried ruining his life. And can you blame my friend Steve for probably wanting to find a woman like his mother? A woman that will respect him and not waste his hard-earned resources and money. Yet in Canada, that's been impossible for him, so he continues to remain single. 
he's still hoping to win the lottery as well, and often plays it religiously. I tell him that he's already won the lottery, and that he needs to find something fulfilling to do with the rest of his life, and find some kind of a purpose. Something that he can do every single day after he retires at the age of 45, and that will give him some meaning and purpose in his life. But much like his father, I fear he's going to face a form of financial paralysis. He will probably continue working well into his 50s and 60s because of the fear of not having any other purpose in his life besides money and work. I've been talking to him all the time, trying to get him to find some meaning in his life, but nothing has worked so far. I find it ironic that many women don't plan for their financial futures and leave that up to men. It's like some cruel gigantic joke that makes many women want to nest and spend money, while men often hoard money and resources without doing anything with them. While the other sex is interested in keeping resources locked up for some future that may or may not happen. And I understand this as I've had the tendency to save for a rainy day at the detriment of my own personal enjoyment and pleasure in my life. Even when I enjoy something like a trip, I could only justify spending that money if the trip is an investment or something that I can make money from. I believe that men see the future as a place full of potential. That's why I believe many more men than women like science fiction. Science fiction allows men to fantasize about living in multiple, yet different, possible realities and or plausible futures simultaneously. And the reason I believe women love reality television is because it allows them to fantasize about living in opulence and wealth today instead of planning for it and living for it in 10 or 20 years. It's like we're two different species. Many women live in the present by mortgaging their future through debt. And many men typically live a cheap or frugal present while not mortgaging away their futures. In general, most people in either sex don't have any kind of balance when it comes to making and spending money. Only 12% of men that pass the age of 40 without getting married will get married in the future. And I'm sure that most of these men are settling for partners after that particular age. So four more years, and my friend Steve's odds of getting married will probably drop down to 1 or 2%. I've also told him to consider the possibility of surrogacy in the future and if he can find a surrogate mother to have a child with. It would suck to leave one to two million dollars to the government or some charity that would probably just waste it. Two generations of men have suffered and saved for that money and it would make sense for it to be passed on to someone capable of growing it into the future and being responsible with it. I guess it ultimately comes down to women feeling safe by being surrounded by stuff while men feel safe by being surrounded by the idea of future abundance. Money represents the ability to access future resources, but men must also prepare for the eventuality that their paper currency may one day lose some or all of its value, and women must prepare for a future where they will no longer be surrounded by the bounty of material abundance. This will probably happen due to overpopulation and resource scarcity. Men will have to learn to live with less money, and women will have to adjust to less stuff in their lives. Food will become more central to most people's lives, except for the relatively small part of us that are still going to be going our own way. And in the past, men often ate first. Not mothers or children, but men. The person that gets more nutrients in their diet often gets higher brain functions as well, which explains why, in some cases, men are more intelligent. It's as simple as that. But I don't want to dwell on this issue. I'll save it for a future video. Anyways, getting back on subject, instead of a charity or the government ending up with Steve's money, I fear that it will also go to her sister if the government decides to give it to his closest living relative. That's why I've told him to create a will, which he hasn't done yet. 
His sister spends every dime that she gets, and she would probably burn through that cash in less than five or ten years, and then be left with nothing to show for it. But the government would love that because it would provide tons of tax revenue for them, and corporations would love it as well because it would pad their bottom line earnings. I'm sure that most of you guys know a millionaire or two. They are all around us. And as the years move forward, I'm sure that there will be many MGTOW millionaires in the future. I can see a day when corporations start to target single wealthy men like us and try to sell us products and take away our money. In a world of future scarcity, it's men like us that will have the spending power and the ability to control our own lives. Women will increasingly see men like us as a threat because they will most likely need children and grandchildren into their old age to take care of them. But not so much to take care of them, but to grow the food for them so they have something to eat as they get older. Steve's mother has some form of survivor's guilt due to the death of her husband. I don't know what makes old women from foreign countries behave in such a way. I don't know why she's so depressed after his death, and it's been two years now. I've seen her face many times since then, and it, she looks incredibly depressed and looks like she could die at any moment. It's almost like she wanted to die with her husband. By comparison, my grandmothers lived ha full and happy lives after both of my grandfathers died. So what is so different in this case? I see many women in Canada these days that are dancing on their husband's graves as they spend all of their money. Steve's mother was given the million dollars in the will by her husband, and instead she gave it to Steve to take care of it and put it in both her name as well as his. And in the end, I think she's going to give it all to Steve instead of giving it to his crazy sister to spend away. If anyone has any ideas about what makes Steve's mother the way that she is, I'd love to hear it. Personally, I think it has to do with a lack of consumption for most of her life. Once a woman starts spending money on frivolous things, the genie is basically out of the bottle, and you can't stop spending, ever again. It's like leaving ice cream in the sun and watching it melt. No matter what you do, you can't refreeze the ice cream into the shape or with the same taste that it originally had. And many of you should also know that her daughter is an aggressive narcissistic bully that's working very hard to put her into an early grave. But that will also have to be a topic for a future video. Anyways, that's all I've got to say for today. So thank you everyone for listening to Steve's story, as well as taking your daily dose of red pills. Enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.